Welcome to the More Than Anxiety Podcast. I'm Megan DeVito, and I'm the life coach for stressed out and anxious women who want more out of life. I'm here to help you create a life you love to live where anxiety isn't holding you back. Get ready for a lighthearted approach to managing anxiety through actionable steps, a lot of truth talk, and inspiration to take action so you walk away feeling confident, calm, and ready to live. Let's get to it. Welcome to episode 42 of the More Than Anxiety podcast. I am recording this episode after just getting back from 10 days in Europe, and I pre-recorded a couple of episodes to be ready before I left, and I feel like I haven't recorded anything in so long, so I've actually been really looking forward to this. So I was on a trip with my daughter and her swim team, and we went on this incredible exchange trip to Germany, where we stayed with a host family, just like a high school exchange student would do. And we explored so many different historical sites around Germany and the Czech Republic. And if you've been with me in previous episodes, you might remember that I am formerly a history history and government teacher. So my little geeky history heart was totally nerding out in Berlin and in Dresden and at Buchenwald concentration camp and Weimar and Prague and the castles and It was amazing, and it was this great trip with a group of people who I absolutely just love, and I honestly could have stayed a lot longer in Europe if I had my other kids with me, and if I could have stopped eating chimney cakes and gelato, which was a challenge, so I could go on and on about how much I loved this trip and tell you all the details, but instead, I'm going to help you make your own vacation memories today by telling you just a little bit about my past And why this trip was such a big deal to me, other than the opportunity to spend like 10 days abroad with my daughter. So if you follow me on Instagram or on Facebook, you might have seen my posts about my trip. And I wanted to share a little bit here and there in real time what I was experiencing because I wasn't sure really what to expect. I love to travel and I have a list kind of a mile long of places I want to get to before I die. And... Traveling is one of those things that can sometimes kick my anxiety back into motion. It can make me a little bit snappy and teary. I can get pretty overstimulated and feel all of those feelings that you might also know a little bit too well. Maybe like your chest starts to feel tight or you get a little dizzy or shaky. Yeah, sometimes I experience that too. And this has happened going, like if I've gone to places that have been to a hundred times, like our spring break drop spot that we've gone to since I was two, to my last trip to Europe when I was 18, back in 1994. So it was a little bit ago. And I want to start there because I think it's important for me to explain what it was like and what my memory was of being in Europe in the past. So you can really understand my only other experience there and what my life was really like back when I was living with a very intense and persistent health anxiety. So at the end of my senior year in high school, I took a trip to Europe and I spent 10 days with my grandma and my mom traveling around during a time where my anxiety was off the charts and I had no skills and no clue how to deal with it. I just really thought I was stuck like this forever. So there I was in these gorgeous places having this core memory kind of trip and I was not present. I couldn't be in the moment at all because I was so focused on how I felt and the thoughts I had about my health or my safety that I spent a lot of time just crying and trying to eat 
this really delicious food that I could barely swallow. So I remember landing um, in the airport in Paris, and there was this part of me thinking, holy shit, I am in Paris. And there was a much louder part of me that was just searching for everything that could give me a disease or what smelled funny or if it felt funny. So do you know that feeling where things just feel funny when you're anxious? And instead of it meaning that this is new or this is amazing, your thoughts just go straight to this feels wrong and I'm going to die. That was me. That was me in Paris and in Milan and in Salzburg and in Nice. And it was terrible. I remember at one point telling my mom um, or my mom telling me to put on some lipstick and that I'd feel better. And (laughs) that actually might've helped a little bit because I looked better and I looked less sick from crying so damn much. But the funny thing is that when I think back on that trip, I love the memories that I have of it. I saw these gorgeous things and it was so, there were some really funny moments and amazing things. And it's all wrapped up with this feeling of resentment that I couldn't enjoy it in the moment. I don't want this to be the way you experience the trip that you want to take. I want you to have the experience I had after the last 10 days that I just got back from. And now I can absolutely 100% guarantee you that it doesn't have to be you because it wasn't my experience either. It is not true. It's just an experience and you get to create your own because the trip that I just got back from was 100% different. I was absolutely calm. I took in every bite of food, every new place, the different sounds, the different smells, and the things that I wasn't sure of, all of it. And it felt amazing. So let's get you there too. Because whether you want to travel to Europe or Tokyo or Nebraska, let's go. Are you ready to solve for this? Are you ready to go to those places that you've been imagining? You can do this. Here's what you need to know. People can feel really anxious before and during their vacations for all kinds of reasons. I'm going to share a few of those, but remember that if I don't say the exact reason that you feel anxious, it doesn't mean you're excluded from this list. Brains come up with all kinds of different thoughts about how you feel and what you fear. This is just a running list of the more common reasons that you might experience anxiety when you think about traveling or taking a quick vacation, or even just like going to someplace two hours away. It doesn't have to be far away. The first thing is change and unfamiliarity. Part of the reason that you want to go on a vacation is to see something new, to eat new food, or to do new things, or to be in a new culture. But things that are unfamiliar are also really common triggers for anxiety because your brain loves to see and smell and taste and do and think the same things over and over. When you throw something different in, it's a threat. Even when you want to experience all of the new stuff and be in different cultures, it can and probably will feel weird because it's not normal. If you notice that you feel different or you start to feel anxious, it's just your brain doing its job. So when you purposely put yourself into a new situation, you're going to have an alarm go off. You might feel anxious and that's okay. It doesn't have to be a problem. And it doesn't even mean that it's going to happen forever. It just means that you have to teach your brain how to do something different. It is absolutely possible. The second reason that you might feel anxious about traveling or about taking a trip is because of travel-related stress. 
And this is where I tend to notice it the most now. So I don't experience it so much when I'm actually gone, but I definitely notice it before I go. And it doesn't have anything to do with the process of actually getting there or once I'm there. It's the process of getting everything around for me to go. For me, the week before the trip is the most stressful time and not because of the actual trip, but because I have to organize stuff that needs to be done at home before I go. I like to have my house clean before I leave because I don't want to come back to a dirty house. Or I need to make sure that if somebody's not going with me, they've they've got food to eat or like who's going to take care of my dogs? Or I might start thinking about like, ah, this is going to be a long flight. How am I going to sleep? What should I wear that's going to be super comfortable? Or you might think about things like crowded airports or delayed or canceled flights. These are all super annoying. You might think about what do I do if I can't read the signs or there's a language barrier. These factors can make you feel anxious when you spend too much time playing in the what ifs. So for example, on this trip, I told you that my daughter and I stayed with a host family in Germany. That family spoke very little English, and I only speak like sound of music German. So there was definitely a language barrier for them and for me. They had to be uncomfortable. We definitely were uncomfortable. And I know that past me would have been like in a puddle wondering all kinds of things. But even though there was definitely a level of difficulty there, we figured it out and we used Google Translate to talk. So at breakfast, for example, they would have this German breakfast out for us. And we both had like they had their phones out. I had my phone out and we all had a Google Translate. I would talk English into my phone and then I would hit play and it would play it back in German. And then to reply, they would speak German into their phone and hit play and it would play it back in English. This is how we communicated when I was with our host family. And it was kind of like tedious at first. And I think the hardest part was probably trying to come up with small talk. But you know what? We did it. And I think my my daughter and I would both agree that we would totally do it again. So yes, was it uncomfortable? little bit sometimes for sure. But we loved them so much. They were so gracious. And it was such an incredible experience for her as a 14-year-old, for me as a 47-year-old, just to be able to be in that culture and to figure it out and to learn it. And do I speak German now? Nope, I still don't. I mean, I can say hello, please, thank you, goodbye, and beer. And that's about it. (laughs) Oh, coffee. I learned coffee and water's easy. It's just foster. But um, yeah, that's about it for me. And it was such a good experience. But yeah, it was kind of stressful. What we have to do is we just have to come up with, what am I thinking about these situations and how capable, how capable are you to solve these problems? Because you are capable. But when we go to the land of what if and we swim in the things that scare us or that might feel limiting, it could be give us reasons to not go. You can solve these problems. I can help you do this. I can help you change where you're directing your brain. That's kind of what I do as a coach. So another thing that can throw people off is safety. Anxiety is all about staying safe and staying alive. Safety is a really significant anxiety producer for people at home when they are anxious and it's definitely anxious. It's definitely an anxiety producer for people when they're getting ready to travel. Because when you are in an unfamiliar place, it can lead to worries about your personal safety, especially if the destination has a reputation for crime or for being unstable. Unstable. Instable. Unstable. You know what I mean, right? So if there are concerns about theft or scams or accidents, you might feel anxious and that's understandable. So let's deal with it before you get there, right? Let's talk about 
how you can wear a crossbody bag in front of your body and not be pickpocketed. Or let's talk about where the bad parts of town are and not go to those places. Let's just go to the good places and be cautious. And let's realize that a lot of times your brain is going to make the threat so much bigger than what the actual threat is. Okay, the next one. And this can be a big one. The pressure to make the most of the trip. Because vacation often comes with expectations of having a perfect time where you are hashtag making memories for yourself, but also for everyone else on Instagram or Facebook. If you are putting this pressure on yourself, it can lead to performance anxiety on top of travel anxiety, where you feel the need to constantly be doing something exciting, or you worry about missing out on experience, and it causes you extra stress and anxiety. So for example, you might have a thought that you have to see every important historical drop spot in Boston. Let's say you're going to go to Boston, and I have to take it all in. But you might also want to explore maybe outside of the city or eat in all the best restaurants or you want to catch a baseball game. Your thoughts about what your trip should be and what you should do can make you feel really stressed out and anxious and it can take away from what you're actually experiencing and your ability to stay in the moment. So putting that pressure on yourself to do all the things in one trip. Pick three. Pick your top three. I want to go to Fenway. I want to go to Boston Harbor and I don't know, whatever the third one is. I've never actually been to Boston, but I think I'm going to go this fall. So I'm excited about that. (laughs) So, all right, let's move on to separation anxiety. If you are going on a vacation and you're not taking everyone in your family or you're not taking your pets, this can be a source of anxiety for some people. You might worry about whether they'll be okay without you, or you feel guilty about being away from home, which can impact your ability to really enjoy your vacation. For me, I also sometimes get that intrusive thought about this might be the last time I ever see them. And that's just a thought. I want you to know if you've ever had that thought, it happens. It's just a way for your brain to protect you, but you've got this. You can just let that go. And the reunions are amazing. So please go anyway. Okay, the next reason, you might have a negative past experience on a vacation. Maybe you went on a vacation and it kind of sucked. You got food poisoning and you didn't really like the culture. And you know what? My car broke down while I was there and everything was bad. Okay, previous negative experiences, which has showed your brain what it thinks vacations are like while you're traveling like getting lost, getting sick, having your wallet stolen, whatever might have happened, can really contribute to anxiety during future trips. These experiences can create a fear that this is what travel will always be like or that it'll happen again, but those are only thoughts and they might be the only reference point your brain has right now. So it really needs a new point to be able to get to be able to let go of those other thoughts. So you have to create that new experience and I'm going to help you get there. The way that we create the new experiences is to take more trips and have more fun, which how do you even argue with that? Like if what you want to do is go on vacation, but you're anxious about it, the best thing you can do is feel anxious and go on vacation. But let's not feel anxious the whole time we're on vacation. That's where I'm going to help you. Okay. And this is the big one. This is the one that if you have been listening to this podcast for a while and you're like, but Megan, I'm always anxious, even when it's not about vacations. So vacations are just kind of like the icing on the anxiety cake. If you have a pre-existing anxiety disorder, pay attention because if you are chronically anxious, like I was for so long, 
then that anxiety is going to show up regardless of whether you're going to the grocery or going to like Montana, wherever. People with pre-existing anxiety disorders often find that their symptoms are a lot worse when they're traveling because things are different. They're not familiar. Traveling can also disrupt your routine and really trigger those symptoms that make your brain start thinking of all the reasons why you feel anxious. It can happen more often, but it doesn't have to be a problem. When I was traveling to Europe the first time, I was in the thick of a major anxiety disorder, which is a lot of the reason that I was so miserable on that trip. I was already in this pattern of feeling anxious about everything regarding my health or about anything that was new or different. So it just made it that much worse while I was on the trip. What we need to do is we need to lower your anxiety starting right now so that when you do plan that trip, that you are like, oh, wait a second. I already know how to manage these feelings because I've been doing it in my regular life. And then we can say, okay, let's talk about what you might feel on this trip. How do you want to handle that? What do you think the truth is? What do we have to know for sure to calm your body down? What's the truth in your thoughts? And we just start creating this new way of being for you before you ever leave town so that you're like, I feel good now and I'm going to feel good there. And when anxiety does blip in because you are a human being and everyone feels anxious from time to time, when that happens, it's not a problem. It's a five-minute experience instead of the whole time on your vacation. I can help you with that. So what are you going to do if you genuinely want to take a vacation or a trip, but you're already stressing over the thought and you're anxious before and during and after and every time that you've ever tried so far? This is what most anxious people would do. And it's not only keeping them from doing what they want to do and keeping them from going on a trip, it's also keeping them anxious. They avoid traveling or going on vacation because they're afraid of feeling anxious if they're traveling or on vacation. This is an option. You don't have to go, but do you want to go? Because you do have the choice to avoid it. Avoidance will always make your anxiety worse because it tells your brain that there's something wrong. They make excuses why they can't go and they believe them. They say things like, I don't speak German. I don't speak German. I went to Germany, so that's just an excuse. I I don't know what kind of food they eat over there. Okay, well, maybe you could go to a restaurant or like look it up on the internet and try and cook something at your house first. It could be things like, I would never, I would never get on that plane because so many planes, I don't know, something happens on a plane. They come up with excuses that sound very real and feel very real, but they're really a protective mechanism, you are more than welcome to make those excuses, but they will not get you on that trip. And they also won't make you less anxious. They just make you believe excuses. Or they go to only familiar places or places near home so that they can feel safe and feel secure and certain. And that's okay. I have a vacation spot that we've gone to, oh my gosh, I've been there like 60 times. Like we drive from Indiana to Florida so many times and I love this spot and I'm going to continue to go there because it is familiar. It feels like home. It's not that, I mean, it's not close. It's like a 14 hour drive, but it does familiar. It does feel familiar and safe and that's okay. It's okay to have those places. But if you want to see someplace different and new, but you're afraid to go there because it feels different, that's kind of the point. 
And getting used to things feeling different and unfamiliar is part of life and part of working through anxiety and letting it be something that can be exciting and new and different as exposed to scary and different and dangerous. It's the way you think about how you feel on the situations. This is what coaching helps you do. I get to help you find those thoughts that are like, okay, so what's the best part about it being familiar? But also, what's the part that you don't like about going to the same place over and over? We can find new places and feel safe, even when those emotions are coming up that make you feel anxious. So when you avoid the things that you want to do, whether it's traveling to another state or country or even just a target because you feel anxious, you are telling your brain there is actual danger when the danger is 99% in your head and not likely at all. So here's what has to happen. Here's how you can get yourself ready for your next trip or for any trip that you want to take in the future so that even if you do feel stressed out from trying to remember everybody's toothbrush and underwear or you do notice that you're a little anxious or off kilter when you arrive, it's not a problem. It's so important to remember that people who are out doing life are not doing it without ever feeling anxious. You can feel anxious sometimes and let it slide right on through. That's the goal every time I work with somebody. It's not to never feel anxious again. I help people change the way they think about how how about feeling anxious. So it's something that happens less often and with less intensity until it's just an occasional moment that doesn't even really matter. This is how we do it and how you can use these steps to get excited about doing things that feel really big and scary, like like taking vacations right now. You ready? Step one, let yourself feel anxious. Seriously, like really let yourself feel how your body feels so you know what's going on. Was that a deal breaker? (laughs) Did you you just say, no, thank you, I'm not going to do that? Okay, I can help you so it's not a big deal. If you keep fighting how you feel, you're telling your brain something is definitely wrong and it'll try to figure out what danger is coming up with all kinds of thoughts to ruin your day and your trip and even longer ahead of that. So go ahead, call anxiety out as a really uncomfortable and awful way to feel because that's really all it is. Step two, practice breathing when you feel good. Here's how I teach clients to breathe. We always start with the exhale. Most people want to breathe in first. Please don't do that. Exhale further than you feel like you can. Like really, really push that air out. Then slowly breathe in through your nose for four seconds. Hold your breath when your lungs are full for about seven seconds. Then exhale all the way out again. And then pause at the bottom. And when you need to take another breath, do the same thing. Don't wait until your neck deep in anxiety to practice this though. Practice when you feel good so that when you do get in the car or on the plane or when you're in a situation that smells or looks different or when you don't speak the language, you can change how you breathe and you can bring yourself down and recenter. It changes everything. Step three, find the most obvious anxious thought that you're having. Ask yourself if the thought is true or if it's a fear. And it might feel true, But unless you can prove it 100%, it's only a thought that feels scary. So flip that thought to what if it doesn't happen? Or ask yourself what else could happen that would be good or fun or exactly what you want to happen. You have to force your brain to go there because it will not go on its own. One of the most powerful things that I can help you do when we work together is find out what you're actually afraid of. 
And your brain might be telling you that you're going to get lost or you're not going to be able to communicate, but the emotions that you have and the feelings inside of your body tell the real story about what you're actually afraid of. So I help people get to the bottom of what is actually keeping them feeling anxious. And it's the emotions and those sticky beliefs that they have about who they are or what they think might happen. And I help them see that they're safe and totally capable of handling anything that comes up. And I know you're capable because you're listening to this right now, which means that you are alive and safe, albeit maybe pretty anxious, which is really no way to live. So let's work on that together. Remember, overcoming this anxiety about traveling might not feel perfect the first time you take a trip, and that's okay. Be patient with yourself and know that it's totally normal and okay to feel anxious sometimes. By practicing what you want to experience, by practicing breathing, and by working with me, you can absolutely feel less anxious whether you're going on vacation or just hanging out in your house. Because changing your brain and your body takes intention and a little bit of time, but it's actually not even as long as you think. So even if you've been anxious for 30 years like I was, the change can come in a single instant and I can get you there. And you're going to be getting out of your comfort zone and out of your geographic zone too. And you'll start seeing new places and doing all the things that you want to do without making anxiety a problem or a reason to avoid stuff. You'll start creating those new like hashtag memories with your friends and your family. You'll show yourself that anxiety is only temporary, but pretty intense feeling sometimes. And that you can travel or do whatever else you've been wanting to do without it being a problem. The more you do it, the less often and the less intensely you're going to feel it. So I hope this episode has inspired you to book a flight or a hotel and definitely a consultation call because you can learn more about how coaching will help you feel more confident in traveling or just feeling less anxious in your everyday life by going to my website. It's megandevito.com forward slash work with me, or you can just click the link in the show notes. So thank you for listening today and I will be back again next week. Take care. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the More Than Anxiety podcast. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review so others can easily find this resource as well. And of course, when you're ready to explore coaching with me, jump to the show notes, click the link and schedule time for us to talk. See you soon.